Baby, you I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world Welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host Riley Wilkes and I'm so so sorry for being late this week. I'm almost done with senior year. It's been taking a lot, a lot of stress, you know, a lot of finishing up assignments, haven't been able to go out, do any of that stuff. So I've literally just been doing work and I've had to work and I've had to do a whole bunch of shit. That's just once it's summertime and once I'm officially done with school, these will be consistent. I'm going to stick to a date and I'm going to do them every week, hopefully get more interviews. I just have to actually lock down a celebrity. That's the goal, but you know, even if I don't get that, I'm perfectly content just talking to y'all. Maybe I'll get some fans on the pod, whoever listens to it, whatever. Yeah, I just want to talk to y'all. So this week, there's actually been a good few things, especially in the music business. There's been a lot of good stuff to come out recently. But our main segment that I wanted to spend most of the time discussing is Spence Wah and what's been going on with him for the past week. I want to discuss this because I think it's about – a broader point that needs to be discussed with all influencers and it's important to talk about it. So Spence Wah has left TikTok for a little bit to go on a mental health break. And there are a couple sides to the Spence Wah news. There's not just one side. There's not one right, one wrong. There's multiple different layers to why he actually left. Their first reason was most of you guys know Olivia Rodrigo released her song, Good For You, that I talked about last week. Uh, everyone's been dancing to it on TikTok, singing to it, doing, like, fuck yous and everything like that. And Spence Watt did that sound, like, he made me just that sound, like, five different times. And each time at the end, when it says, like a damn sociopath, he would do this funny-ass twirl. It was so stupid, and, like, he didn't even notice it. It was embarrassing. It was funny. And people just kept roasting him, like, videos of, like, gerbils spinning around and, like, sped up videos of someone spinning. It was just hilarious. And I was like, nobody. Spence Wall. And just making fun of Spence Wall and stuff like that. Poking fun. And he took that to heart, I think. That was reason number one. People also said he was – people were body shaming him. I really didn't see anyone body shaming him. Maybe a few people. Like, I mean, that's always going to be the case when you have the platform that big. And then the other reason was, apparently, I didn't even notice this until he released an apology. Allegedly, BTS fans stands, the ARMY got mad at him because he said the voice of one of their singers was hot. And they got mad at him for sexualizing him. This is where we've come in society. And I don't even know if this is really society. I think this is only TikTok. I think TikTok is the only app where someone can get in trouble for saying someone's voice is hot. Like, hey, if someone told me my voice was hot, I hate my voice. I would literally, I would get on my knees as soon as they said that. That would be one of the biggest compliments I could receive. But people are so mad at him. Like, the BTS stands. This isn't even about the music. I think they're good singers. Like, I don't know that much. I don't listen to them that much. But you guys have got to calm down. Holy shit, not everyone's going to see your view. Not everyone's going to love their music. Not everyone's going to have the same goddamn way to compliment them as you do. That does not mean you send death threats to the family. Does not mean you attack them. Does not mean you hate on them. That does not mean any of that shit. Okay? Grow up. And I know most of y'all are like 
probably 12 or 13. But the fact that I guarantee you there are some grown-ass adults getting mad at Spencer for saying his voice sounds hot. Think about that. Just think about what you're angry at and ask yourself, is it rational? Because the answer is going to be no. We've seen this so many times. And I think I'm kind of pissed that he even apologized. Do not apologize to that. Release a video he probably had to because he was getting thrust in his shit. But guys, if I ever get big, I'm literally, you are not coming to me with that shit. Because I'm not fucking dealing with that. I'm going to say someone's voice sounds hot all the time. And you're not going to do shit. Like, what? I'm not going to apologize for that. And no one should. Spencer should have been like, I think his voice is hot. He's a great singer. He's a very good looking man. That's it. Like, I don't know why you guys are flipping out on me. That's what he should say. This is a compliment. I would love someone to say this to me. Like, something like that. Instead of feeding into the mob, the army, feeding into stands that no matter what you say, they're not even going to forgive you. Why do that? So back to the dancing part that people are upset. This is where Spence Wilde loses all credibility. You were so upset that you had to leave the app because people were making fun of the way you spin in your outfits. Just because they look a little Disney mom-ish, you know, like old-timey Disney mom, like 50-year-old woman outfit style. That's okay. But do not act like you're some victim of online harassment. When you have done the same shit, Spencer, you have made, like, your entire page was built off bitching about people. About your boss, your coworkers. Guarantee you've roasted a few celebrities in your life. This is not personal. People were making fun of the way you spun because it was funny. Your outfits were funny. Yes, no one should have body shamed you. I didn't see any of that, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. But to take that as like a whole fucking crying video and uh, needed to announce your departure from social media for a little bit because people were making fun of the way you spun is so immature. And I know you've had to deal with your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend and shit, and then the BTS stuff. And that must have built up some pressure or anxiety or whatever it was. And those are all valid reasons. But if you left because people were making fun of your spins, that is the dumbest shit I have ever heard. People make fun of my fucking takes all the time. I've had people make fun of my hair, my voice, my nails, my... Sure, my style before. Like, you're never going to have 100% of the fans praising you in the comments. It's annoying. And this is what I hate. White women will literally make accounts shitting on, like, people just for fun. Like, doing the same things. But as soon as their favorite token white gay gets even a little bit of criticism or just being poked fun out of, they rush to the comments and be like, you guys are really doing this? Is it worth it? Are a couple jokes worth it? Like, bitch, you do the same shit just to different people. Okay. Like, holy shit, every TV show you watch, y'all make fun of everybody. Y'all are ruthless to everybody. Except for when it's popular to make fun of them. Then you want to go against the grain. You don't care. You just want to have someone to fight against. Like, let's say they were making fun of, I'm trying to think of it. Here, I got one. The way y'all tear up Matthew Morrison from Glee. But God, someone said makes fun of Spence Waz spins and all of a sudden homophobic, fatphobic, 
transphobic. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you guys want to say. It is white women and white gays. They have this unbreakable bond. That frightens me. It scares me. And I don't even... this No, it's, it's white women. It's mainly white women who are the cause of most problems on TikTok because everyone already knows white men suck. People know this. This isn't a hidden fact. But it's white women that will sneak up on you. And they're the ones trying to create a divide. Like, here's the thing. The way I talk about most people that get in trouble with something related to race on this TikTok is I go to people's accounts, I go to activists, and I go to people who are made, people of color, whose accounts are made to talk about those kind of things. Just want to see what they have to say. Usually, a lot of the times, they're not talking about it. They don't care about it. Like, it's not something that's worth it. And that's when I'll form my opinion and be like, I don't know, like, depending on how serious this is. But in these situations, it's always women in the comments, white women blowing it up, not even listening to people of color. White women love to decide what is not and what is racist. And I know this is a separate issue from the Spenswath thing, but I think it's also something that has to be addressed is that they're always the one to say it. It's never actually, they love to speak up for black voices. It's never actually black people that are saying something's racist or something's not. A lot of the time it is, and then usually it's valid. It's valid reason because they know what it's like. And white women do not have, do not face the oppression they think they do. And they love to tell other people what is and what isn't when they don't have the authority to do that. So that was sort of off topic off the Spence wall, but that's what I didn't need to say. That is that it just pissed me off the way people were reacting to it. Like people were people were like severely bullying him when they were just there's a difference between bullying and poking fun people were poking fun out of spence while spins they weren't bullying him it was not personal if anyone did those spins they would have been made fun of you all need to understand the two definitions and not confuse them for each other so much well, next up we have kanye has a new girlfriend allegedly so kanye has been allegedly dating a supermodel by the name of, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Let's say, I think it's Irina. Yeah, Irina, she was married to Bradley Cooper, has two kids with Bradley Cooper. That's okay. Irina Shaikh, I don't know how to pronounce it's probably Russian or something. And someone made a TikTok about it, this pop culture uh, TikToker named Patty Pop Culture on TikTok. He said, just gave all the breakdown of everything that's going on, what everyone was thinking, who they were and stuff. And it had like 906,000 likes and like 11,000 comments. And the comments were literally disgusting. I feel like they were horrible. And it's just like, these are the same people, the same white women who will literally be ableist, be racist to Kanye and then just call like flip out when someone makes fun of Spence Wall. I'm done talking about Spence Wall, but you get it. Someone comments, I'm just gonna read them. I'm surprised Kanye can pull anyone else. LMAO Kim said, please take this man. Another woman's headache. TBH. Irina could do so much better. Why would Irina even look at his direction? Why would Irina date him OMG? I know a lot of headaches are coming her way. And then the creator said he didn't even wait till they were officially divorced. 
like first of all that does not matter if you're in the process of getting divorced you know your relationship's ending it's probably been what like five months at least since they've been separated yeah i talked about this a while ago like exactly and this one guy says mental health matters still comes to him this guy is bipolar has severe bipolar yes he's struggled with it he's had manic episodes depressive episodes yes but holy shit the way you guys treat him like a fucking animal and have literally caught him an animal is just insane. Literally, you care so much about mental health until it's Kanye. Until it's anything about him. Until it's a black man. If, if this was Timothy Chalamet or Harry Styles, y'all wouldn't be saying any of this shit. Even like Nick Jonas. But there's a reason you're saying it with Kanye. Maybe he's doing better. Like, that's the goal, right? We want him to not have as many episodes. We want him to be okay. That's what we're hoping for. We're not rooting for bad shit to happen. This is what I also feel like with a lot of people on TikTok. You don't have to like a celebrity, but some of you all, just because you dislike a celebrity, not even because they're a bad person, you just don't like them, you root for them to fail. You root, for, like, I don't get how you can root for people to fail. I don't like Billie Eilish. Don't like her music. Not my thing. I hope she is... One of the most successful people alive. Like, good for her. I want her to get her bag. I want her to get her shit and say fuck you to everyone. To screw over everyone that steps in her way. Why wouldn't I want the best for her? Just because I don't care, like, care for it? Like, who am I to judge? It's just, it's something I've seen with a lot of people. And this is not only explicit to entertainment businesses and everything like that. This is with sports, with, like, life. Same with people at my school. Like, I don't like somebody. It doesn't mean I want them to fail. I mean, yeah, do I want certain people to fail? But that's because if it's personal to me. This guy, that like, you've never had a bad interaction with Kanye. I can guarantee you that. I'm going to talk to Kanye. Stop acting like you were owed some bullshit because you weren't. Alex Warren from The Hype House released a new song. And it's good. Like, holy shit. Alex Warren's song, besides... Convenient by Griffin Johnson is the best song I've heard of any TikToker make. The way he was able to dig deep and to provide such an emotional connection to a song from a TikToker that we just haven't heard yet. And I've loved just all songs from Dixie, Jaden, Nessa, Bella Porch. I've loved their music. Alex Warren's song had an emotional grab to it that none of those other songs have had. Because it's about something else personal to him. You can tell in a song when someone actually cares about what they're writing. And you could tell so much. You could hear the pain in his voice. The sadness. The anger. You could hear it. And that's what makes a great artist. And he had shades of Louis Capaldi. Like the same. I mean it wasn't that. Obviously it wasn't Louis Capaldi. But it was a little pitchier. But like his pure voice. His raw power is just really good. And the meaning behind it, it was for his father who passed away when he was younger. And basically, like, the whole thing was like, I would do anything for one more. I love you. And, he, like, the reaction from on TikTok, like, I've just, I was worried that when he was released a song, he would get shit on from it. But literally, everyone's been pretty much positive about it. He's been interacting with a bunch of fans about it. And everyone's been good support about it. And I'm so happy because it really, truly is a great song. And he's a, Alex Warren is a great human being. He's been with his high school sweetheart through this all. 
Alex Warren brought his high school friends up to the hype house with him. Didn't leave anyone behind. Y'all get mad because he occasionally sounds like David Dobrik. Who cares? This dude is a decent dude who's never really been in trouble, hasn't been problematic, just wants to make people laugh and make people feel loved. And I can respect that. You don't see that all the time with any influencers, and you can tell he's one of the most genuine there is. So I hope he has the best music career possible. I hope he's one of the most successful musicians that comes out of TikTok. I hope he keeps writing too. Keep digging into your emotional state. Keep digging into your gut. I know he can pull a few more songs out about anything too. But good for him. Bravo, Alex. Bravo. I want to talk about Olivia Rodriguez's new album, Sour. So last week I talked to you guys about Good For You, the single we came out. A couple days later, she released the whole fucking album. This is going to win pop album of the year at the Grammy. It's not close. Unless Taylor Swift releases another album or Ed Sheeran releases some shit, this is probably the runaway. At least for best new artist, best new pop song with Good For You or something. And that's the thing. I expected this to be a little Disney-ish, a little corny-ish, a little High School Musical-ish. It's not. It's good. It's punk, pop. It's good shit right here. And I don't love every song. Some of it's corny. Some of it's cheesy. It's okay. You can you can admit her album is not perfect, but it is damn good. I'll say that. Some of my favorite songs. Favorite Crime is one of my favorite songs. Favorite Crime, Good For You, obviously, Deja Vu, Traitor. Those are probably my top four. There wasn't really a song like I disliked like there was a song i'm probably not gonna listen to again but they were like all of them i liked like they were good enough for me to like not like turn it off or like change it they're not all like anyway. but i'm really really excited to see what she has and people the discussion has been brought up about is she an industry player or is she not yeah yeah probably she probably is but she's making good music so who gives a fuck i saw one tweet from one of my friends that posted on tiktok Autumn, it said, in quotes, Olivia Rodrigo is an industry plant. And then it said, okay, I'll water her. <laughs> like, seriously, who cares? She might not be. She might be, but I think she could be the next generation Taylor Swift. And that's high expectations. I don't know if she'll get to the level of accomplishments that Taylor Swift has. But what? She's been making music for one year, and her and a little Nas. Both have that star power where everything they write gets into hit. Like she could release some dog shit and it would still be on the top of the charts. So she'll have the numbers. I mean, will it be quality as Taylor Swift? I don't know. That's hard. Taylor Swift's one of the best single generate artists of all time, but I think she'll have the fan base that Taylor has already on it's like it's already forming. And you look at people from all ages, from their late thirties to their twenties to their early teens to the nine to five-year-olds they all love it and i'm on a bunch of hip-hop i follow a bunch of hip-hop twitter accounts and even some of them were like doing reviews from it just for fun and they're like this is actually a surprise like my expectations are low but wow they were exceeded by a lot and i think a lot of people are actually genuinely like it a lot of them don't love a lot of songs but like one common thing is everyone loves good for you it's like cocaine i've listened to it like tw- three or four times a day since this came out it's so good. I'll send videos of me singing to all my friends. But, like, I am... There's going to be big th- things ahead for Olivia. 
And I'm excited to see what she does with them because I think she can, if she stays on course, maybe she gets some of that more Disney support where they'll help boost her a little bit. April is releasing songs, become a feature artist on other people's albums. Like, do that shit and you can go far. She can go as far as she fucking wants to because this will go, she'll go places. I can guarantee that. So I have a couple of questions. I have a question for my Q&A and it's from... Let's check. One I didn't get to the other week. Hot Chick 76 on TikTok. Uh, favorite Big Time Rush song and member. Okay, my favorite member of Big Time Rush was um James. It was always James. I wanted to be James so bad. You know, I wanted to be that pretty boy that was known for his hair. That was known for like, getting, always being with ladies. Something like that. I wanted to be that. And besides that, I mean, Kendall was there. Carlos and then Logan probably like I liked all of them. There wasn't one I disliked. Logan was just kind of the most annoying to me. I mean, he was good looking though. I know a lot of people have crushes on him. So well they all were, except for yeah, no, they all were. Favorite song. Okay, well, I don't remember the name of it, but boyfriend's one of them. But my favorite one was the one they sang where Joe was supposed to leave town and she showed up at the concert and held a big sign for Kendall and was like, This is my favorite. And Kendall looked at her and was like, like, we're here. Like, he was shocked. And that was my favorite time. And it might have been the moment that was happening. Like, it was all romantic and stuff. And it, you know, talked about the heartstrings and it was cute. But that was one. Boyfriend's a great one. Uh, Mr. Worldwide's okay. Um, They haven't missed. Like, none of their songs are bad. It just depends on preference. The first song they did was great. So, yeah, that's sort of where I am. Um, I mean, that's all we got for today, really. Uh, there's some things going with the Lopez brothers now where one of the accusers recanted. Um, and then another one of the accusers got mad at her with basically saying, like, wow, you took it for, you did this for cloud and stuff like that. And basically this whole th- – I can tell you what's actually probably happened. I don't know for sure, but they paid her. She recanted. The other ones who haven't gotten paid or don't want to get paid are mad. Uh, first of all, if you're not one of his accusers or any of that victims, one of the victims, do not have an opinion on how the girl handled this. If she wants to be paid and that's her best, the best way of healing for her, you don't get to judge. If you're one of the other Lopez victims, you can judge all, all you want. But if she is allowed to make the decision for herself. Going forward, first of all, they're never going to be arrested for that. So might as well get money out of it, but I mean, it sucks that you have to recant, obviously, but that can also help pay for therapy. It can help pay for a lot of other things that she might not have had access to before. So just think before you speak and get mad at her. Do not victim blame her. Have a great week, you guys. Have a fun and exciting Memorial Week. I get my I get my tonsils, not my tonsils, my wisdom teeth out pretty soon, so I might be a little delayed, but last week, last next Friday is my last day of school, so I should be Goodbye the weekend. Have fun. Love you guys. I guess you're getting everything you want. You bought a new 
car and your career's really taking off. It's like we never even happened, baby. What the fuck is up with that?